Hey, 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 what's happening, everybody? How you doing? This is the Wright Jones coming to you with Get Unstuck and Sexy with the Wright Jones. Welcome to the show. The show is being brought to you by Keep Looking Up with V. Wright Jones, LLC. And I'm so glad that you're here with us on this Thursday afternoon. If you would like to connect with me, you can do so. Facebook at B. Wright Jones. Instagram, Keep Looking Up 7. Twitter, Keep Looking Up with two Ps. And my website is brightjones.com. The show has been, is actually a replay from Power Conference 2022 that took place in January. I'm going to be sharing each week and highlighting the speakers from the conference. So enjoy, be enlightened, be encouraged, and remember always to keep looking up. Be blessed. Hello to all my beautiful sisters that are attending this wonderful Power Conference 2022. I am Reverend Patricia Hall, pastor of A New Way Ministries, and I am coming to you today to talk to you about the power of prayer. So what we're going to do since we're talking about the power of prayer is we're going to open up this session with prayer. So please pray with Almighty God, God, our Father. God, our maker, God, our king, we come to you right now in the name of Jesus, God, lifting up your holy and precious name, giving you all glory, all honor and praise, God, for you alone are worthy of our praise. Lord, we're asking that you would send your Holy Spirit to sup with us right now during this time. We are asking God that you would open all spiritual hearts, minds, and ears so that we would all be able to hear what thus saith the Lord. We are asking God that you would touch each and every woman that is in this conference and that they receive all that you have for them to receive. Lord, we are asking that lives will be changed. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And then God, we are asking that you would touch your woman servant. Lord God, that you would touch her right now in the name of Jesus. And all that is thought, said, and done during this time will be edifying to the body of Christ, but most of all, glorifying unto you. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. And we all say amen, amen, and amen. Prayer. The power of prayer. Before we actually get to the power of prayer, let's talk about what is prayer. We've all been taught that prayer is a conversation with God, but I like to call it something that makes us go a little deeper in our thought process, okay? And that is that faith is, a prayer is a faith talk with God. It's a faith talk with God. It is a conversation that we have with God, but we are having it in faith. 
first of all, we have it in faith that God is who he says he is. And that is the number one and only true God, the great El Shaddai, God almighty, omnipotent, all powerful. God is who he says he is. We have to bring that to that conversation. See, it's not like a conversation that we have with our sisters, our brothers, our coworkers, with someone on the bus or on the train. This is a conversation that we are having with the almighty God, the great and sovereign Jehovah. And we are saying that we believe he is who he says he is. He is who the Bible says he is. And in doing so, in believing that and bringing that faith to the talk that we are having with God, that means that we are able to expect him to do whatever it is that we are asking in faith for him to do. To read about the faith that it takes to have in our prayers, just go to Matthew chapter 21, and read the story there where Christ ends with the scriptures stating, pray in faith. Go to Mark chapter 11, verse 24, and again, see what is stated about where we need to be in our faith walk when we go to the Lord in prayer. And then James chapter 1, verse 16, you gotta pray in faith. The word tells us God is expecting us to believe what we say. You have to understand that your words have power. And if you go to God claiming faith, and then after you say amen, you knock it down, where's your faith? Where's your faith in the God that you serve? Where's your faith in who he is and what power he has in that relationship that you have with God the Father. Why should we pray? We pray because God tells us to pray. We live in a life, especially now, during all that is going on in the world, right? All that we have been through in all these months and almost two years, all that we've been through with this pandemic, We've been through so much where our faith may have been shaken a little, but the word of God tells us when we come to him with our concerns, that we should not be anxious, that we are to pray in, with prayer and supplication, believing that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ever imagine. That's in the book of Ephesians. And it's also uh, praying about our, our anxieties and so forth is in the book of Philippians. These are things that we have to bring to the plate when we pray. The Bible tells us to pray. And then Christ tells us how we should pray. In the gospel of Matthew, we learn that there's a, there's a formula for prayer. There's a formula for how we are to pray. We all know what is called the Lord's Prayer or the Our Father. 
right? That starts off with our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We know that prayer like we know the back of our hand, right? However, Christ gives us the perfect example of how to pray. First, you are to go to God, acknowledging him for who he is. That our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. You are the king, supreme God. Glory to you, almighty God. And then you are to bring him your prayers and your supplications. Christ did this himself when he prayed in the garden of Gethsemane the night before he was crucified. He went to God, his father, in prayer. And what better example than Christ himself about how we are to pray? And throughout scripture, we are given numerous examples of individuals who had a prayer life with God. And the beauty of it is you hear and you read about their faith as they prayed. Let's look at Naomi. Naomi can be found, of course, in the book of Ruth. Naomi was the mother. She lost her husband. She lost her sons. And it was just Naomi and her daughters-in-law. And she prayed, even in the midst of all that she was going through, Naomi prayed in faith. She prayed for her daughters-in-law, of course, but she prayed with faith. And in that faith prayer, Right then at that moment, the power behind that faith began to activate and God began to put things in motion. And so she ended up going back to her homeland with Ruth, her daughter-in-law, who was diligent in her behavior, in her actions of how she was going to be with her mother-in-law and take care of her mother-in-law. But what we see is Naomi's prayer becoming an, a, a, a faith in action. As Naomi prayed that prayer, she may not have known how it was gonna turn out, but she had faith that it was going to turn out. And how did it turn out? Her daughter-in-law Ruth came to her rescue by being obedient and doing as she was expected to do in that scripture. And through her obedience, she was able to care for and tend to not just herself, but Naomi. Because Naomi prayed in faith, God activated that prayer and it began to unravel and show that our God is faithful. The power of prayer, the power lies within our faith, within the way that we pray in faith. Let's look at another woman in scripture. Judges, okay? Deborah, the only female judge, the only female judge before there were kings and so forth, we had judges. God gave us and anointed a woman judge, Deborah, in to be the leader of the people. And in that leadership, she knew that when it came to certain things, she had to go to the Lord in prayer. And she prayed in faith. Judges 5.31, you can find out all about the battle that she was facing and how she was going to lead the people, not just in prayer, 
But in a faith prayer and in battle, she went to God and she prayed in faith. And in that prayer, God activated, hallelujah. He activated how it was all going to turn out. And in that activation, because of Deborah's faith, victory was theirs. Amen. When we pray in faith, we unlock chains that could be on us, not just from our uh, past lives or things that we have done, or but from the enemy, from the power of the enemy, because trust and believe as we walk this prayer walk, the enemy is coming after us. He doesn't want to see us succeed. So we always need to be in a position and a posture of prayer. And I'm going to get to that in a moment, but I want you to stick with what the power of prayer can do. Now I want to take you to Esther. <laughs> Read the book of Esther, okay? Esther went to her people and asked them to not only pray, but to fast. And the two together are such a powerful weapon that we have when we are facing the enemy. Prayer is a weapon. It is a weapon. And the people of God used prayer during that time to put Esther in a position where she was able to go before the king, hallelujah, and to ask that her people be saved. He, in that prayer, was able, because of the faith that was behind the people of God, God was able to do again exceedingly and abundantly more than what we could have ever imagined. Esther never imagined that when she entered into that temple, into that place where God was not apparent, where he was not praised and worshiped, when she entered into that situation, she never imagined that God would use her glory to God to save her people. But that's the power that is packed behind our prayers when we go to God in faith. Power of prayer, it can literally break chains. It can break the chains and the weapons that the enemy uses against us to bind us in our fear, to bind us in our situation, in our present circumstances. Look at Paul and Silas. They were imprisoned. Imprisoned they were. They knew that they had people out there, the faithful were praying for them. And then they also began to activate their faith in their prayer. And in praying in faith, Glory to God, as they were imprisoned, their chains literally fell away. God came in at that moment because folks were on one accord praying, hallelujah. And the earth shook and chains were literally broken. So much so the guards came to see what in the world is happening? And when they came to see, they saw that the chains had fallen. They thought for a moment that the prisoners had escaped, but Paul and Silas were there, unbound, hallelujah, and unchained 
all because of who were in prayer. Let me tell you something. Never go to God doubting that he is able to do your prayer, that he is able in Ephesians chapter five to do exceedingly and abundantly, exceeding uh, Ephesians chapter three, excuse me, to do exceedingly and abundantly more than you are able. is able because of the faith in your prayer. Don't think you're not able to pray in faith. Don't think that you are too weak to pray. God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than our minds can even imagine. He is God Almighty, the great Jehovah. So I want you to try something the next time that you pray. And this is what I was talking about earlier. In conclusion, I want you to understand how much power you've got in your prayer life. I want you to try something. I don't want you to end your morning prayers. I'm hoping and trusting and believing that you all pray to God first thing in the morning. I don't want you to end your prayer by saying amen. See, we seem to think that when we say amen, our prayer is over, right? That we have ended that relationship, that faith talk with God. So I want you to pray in the morning, but I don't want you to say amen. I want you to stay in the posture of prayer all day long. And I want you to realize that when you do this, you will place yourself in a position that you won't entertain certain conversations because you don't want to invite that mess into your prayer life. That you won't entertain certain music, certain shows, because you don't want to invite those things into your prayer life. We have to take our prayer life very seriously because it is powerful. Then at the end of the day, I want you to take, um, to evaluate the things that you stopped doing because you remained in a position of prayer. I want you to stop and look at all of that and then ask yourself, if it's not a part, if it doesn't belong in your faith talk with God, why does it belong in your life at all? So I want you to try that. I want you to try that, take that exercise, do the best you can with it. And if you don't do well one day, it's okay. You've got the ability to do it again. And I hope that you understand and you take away from this today, the power behind your prayer life, because you have the faith that can activate God in his ability to do what it is that you're asking. You have not because you ask not. I am the Reverend Patricia Hall, pastor of A New Way Ministries. You can reach out to me for prayer or whatever it is by calling 609-510-6862. That's 609-510-6862. You can also reach out to me on my ministry page, uh, Reverend Patricia Hall, A New Way Ministries on Facebook. And you can also reach out to me uh, on my personal Facebook page, under my name, Patricia A. Hall. God bless you and never forget the power behind your prayer. Have a faith talk with God. God bless you and amen. Bye-bye.